With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. So the international break's finally over and FPL's back. We're back to Saturday deadlines for a while as well, which buys us some extra time to weigh up moves. Let's have a look at how the team's shaping up for game week five and the transfer plans this week. Starting off with the usual look back at how the previous game week went. It was the dreaded international break red arrow, 73 points, which was just about above average, but not enough for a green. Pick for doing pick for things once again, conceding twice to Sheffield United. More disappointments in defence as well, Vestapinha losing his clean sheet in added time and Chilwell conceding to Forrest along with a yellow card. Clean sheets in general were far and few between last game week, there was just two in total across all teams I think. Udogi got an assist though versus Burnley and a bonus point as well, so it's still a five pointer despite conceding twice. The transfers made were a mixed bag in the end, Mitoma went out for Mbumo, Mitoma got an assist but Mbumo scored. Martinelli went out for Sterling as well, Martinelli got an assist, Sterling blanked. Break even on those moves in the end, but both were upgrades for the future at least. Sterling was the most popular transfer in last game week actually, 1.2 million new owners. He racked up 0.73 expected goal involvement against Forrest and Blanks of course, so it was a pretty unlucky one for new owners. And of course there was the setter he set up for Jackson which was missed. Jackson had 1.1 expected goal involvement that game and he ended with just one point. That's the way it goes in FPL sometimes. The underlying data at least is encouraging and he can still deliver on that in the coming weeks with four good fixtures for Chelsea coming still. So Gabriel finally got his start for Arsenal. I actually think he could be back in the first choice 11 now. He was sensational against Man United with a game changing moment stepping up to play Garnaccio offside and over the international break he's been playing for Brazil and playing really well. That said, it is a long trip back for the Brazilians from Peru, who played at 3am Wednesday morning UK time. Whether that has any impact on the Brazilians like Gabriel and Martinelli remains to be seen. But let's have a look at how the team's set to line up for game week 5 and the transfer plans this week. Turner comes in for the fixture home to Burnley. Massive upset last game week, keeping a clean sheet away to Chelsea. I think he was on for 3 bonus points as well, if not for a late yellow card which knocked him off bonus completely. Forest are typically a more solid team at home, last season they conceded 24 goals home and a massive 41 on the road. This week they're playing at home. The back three is Idogi, Estepinian and Chilwell. 
Reflecting on the Adogi pick, he was a really last minute addition to the team. Nearly went into Gamic 1 with a 4 mil defender instead to save 0.5 mil. 15 of 5 points in the last 2 weeks he's played for me which is massive and a bit lucky let's be honest. It feels like there's more injuries than usual this season, it would be interesting to see the data on that. In my case, Gabriel losing his spot at the start of the season plus Shaw's injury meant that the depth in defence has been crucial. I do think that just because you've got money don't need to spend it at all, but on the other hand don't avoid having depth just for the sake of it either. Spurs are top of the clean sheet odds this week given a 47% chance by the bookies against Sheffield United. My last defender spot's proving tricky and I'm really not sure on this one. Gabriel's been given a 39.5% chance of a clean sheet, while Esther Pinion has a 15.5% chance away to Man United, but obviously he's significantly more attacking. Gabriel's only had one start as well, so we don't know for certain if that spot is his again. As it stands, Esther Pinion starts on the team. Man United have conceded 7 goals in the last 3 games, 7.6 expected goals conceded over the season, which ranks 15th in the league, really really poor numbers. That said, with Estepinian you are depending on attacking returns more than clean sheets. Brighton's XGC reads as follows, 1.5 against Luton, 2.1 against Wolves, 3.3 against West Ham and 1.3 against Newcastle. I'd be interested to know which you think between Gabriel and Estepinian in the comments. Chilwell's on the road to Bournemouth and he's been given a 34% chance for a clean sheet. What surprised me is Pochettino has been taking him off early to bring on an attacker, so it's Colwell that moves into left back as a back four. He has been playing that position in left wing essentially this season. He's second among all defenders for expected goal involvement after Cash, so despite dodging the points recently, he's an easy hold for the next four game weeks, Bournemouth Villa, Fulham and Burnley. The midfield is Mbumo, Saka, Sterling, Fernandes and Rashford. Huge relief last game week as Mbumo found the back of the net late in that game. It was a brilliant turn taking the ball on the spin. What a season he's having, and he's just scored again on international duty. He's absolutely stepped up in Tony's absence. He's literally ahead of Haaland for expected goal involvement this season. He has had one extra penalty of course, but it underlines what a season he's having overall. Not too late to get him if you're a non-owner, though it's not pressing transfer this week away to Newcastle. From game week 6, the home to Everton, and then away to Forest in game week 7. I'm excited to see more of Saka with White playing in right back. These two linked up so well last season. When Zinchenko starts, it means White has the license to push down the wings and even overlap Saka. Arteta's failed experiment with Party inverting from right back has meant that Saka's been isolated at times. I can understand why Arteta's tried it though, as the system is very dependent on Zinchenko otherwise, which isn't sustainable in every competition. However, Party's out injured for a while as well now, so he's not got much choice. Everton on the road can be a tough fixture on their day, it's a must win game for Arsenal. Something we talked about in this week's Who To Buy video is Sterling missing out on international call up once again, that's twice in a row now and something he has said he's working towards. I read that he was really unhappy about missing out, but I can understand it from Southgate's perspective, after just one very good game against Luton he's not done enough really. We've got 4 game weeks ahead of us and then it's another international break. So I look at this run, Bournemouth, Villa, Fulham and Burnley and I think that's about as good a run as you could hope for, for him to fight for a spot in the England squad again. With that all in mind, I'm amazed that 130,000 have sold him already, he's an easy hold for me in my eyes. That brings us to the Man United double up in Bruno and Rashford, an international break full of drama for United. Ten Hag needs to get them sorted out. As I said, they're 15th for expected goals conceded, they're 11th in the Premier League after 4 games. It's still so early in the season and they've got a good run of fixtures ahead as you can see under their names, so no plans to sell either at the moment. Pulling up the graphic with the underlying data again, Mbumo's top for expected goal involvement with 5.01, Haaland with 4.81 and then it's Bruno with 3.96. 
A player with solid underlying numbers generally comes good. There are exceptions like Nunez last season and Jackson this season to a degree, but I'm backing Bruno to do well in the coming weeks. It'd be nice to see a goal Fernandez assist Rashford or vice versa in the coming weeks. If I were to sell either, it'd be Rashford, but I like his more direct goal threat, and he is back on the left wing now with Holland coming in. He was impressive off the bench against Arsenal, and he will be in line for a full debut against Brighton. And referring back to the point earlier in Estepinian and the Brighton defence, if we look at the defensive numbers after four game weeks, they're four from bottom, 17th from the league. They don't have a number one keeper, they've lost Kaiseido McAllister, so it looks like we'll see fewer clean sheets this season, and they do have European football to juggle. Estupinia is still an easy hold for the next two though, Bournemouth home in game week 6, such a great fixture. Onto the front two, which is Jackson and Haaland. At the time of recording, Jackson is the most sold player in the game heading into game week 5. Chelsea are riddled with injuries, so I can understand why they've struggled so far, and the sheer number of signings they made does mean that the players need time to gel. And Nkunku has been a massive miss for them, who's not due back for about another 3 months. Again, I'm going to stay patient with Jackson. Not qualifying for European football last season at least works in their favour here in the coming weeks. We've seen teams qualify for Europe and struggle as a consequence. It could certainly happen for Newcastle this season, and it does go the opposite way. With a less loaded schedule, there's less injuries and less fatigue. Captaincy is an interesting one this week if you own Son or Salah, or even both. If you haven't seen the best players to buy video, that'll be on screen at the end of the video. Both Son and Salah are ahead of Haaland on the projections this week. Haaland was on the score sheet for Norway over the international break, unsurprisingly, in a 2-1 win over Georgia. The bench is Pickford, Gabriel, Shaw and Mbama. So Gabriel or Estepinian is the only decision to make in a start in 11 still. Gabriel feels like a more reliable route to 6 points, while Estepinian feels like a risky move to double digit points potentially. Not expecting a bright and clean sheet, but he's unbelievably attacking. Shaw's still out injured for another month or so, so that's a problem in the team. So in terms of the transfer plans, one free transfer this week and 0.7 mil on the bank. There's not an obvious transfer this week. Shaw to share is possible and bench Esther Pinyan, though Brentford is still not a particularly easy fixture, and I want to keep my options open. For example, I might want Trippier instead in game week 6, which would require two moves. I'm also conscious of double game week 7 in a few weeks' time, where I'd like to own Morris from Luton, or maybe Foster from Burnley. Morris is 5.5 mil and he's got a better double game week, while Foster's just 5 mil but is a tougher double. So the plan is to roll the transfer this week with all that in mind. Let me know your plans this week and your thoughts on the double game week. Hit subscribe if you enjoyed the video, more to come this week as well. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.